Welcome to Rock Shop Talk. Our show talks best practices, fun anecdotes, and the latest cutting-edge technology in our field to kick your screen printing gears into hyperdrive. Today's episode features the role of screen printing in activism and altruism, and we're joined by our special guest Camila Mimi Adams of Mimi's Fresh Teas, BDX, and Kristen Sousa of Rock US. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll be right back. I want to welcome everybody back to Rock Shop Talk. Today we are discussing the role of screen printing and activism and altruism. And we are joined by our special guest, Camila Mimi Adams of Mimi's Fresh Teas, Kristen Sousa of Rock US. I am Rock US President Ross Hunter. And alongside of me here is our creative producer, Mr. Merrill Caps. Hello, everyone. And uh, we've got an exciting uh, show scheduled today. Uh, Camila, thank you so much for joining us. And um, we're going to kind of get into some cool stories and how the art of print um, really says a lot to a lot of people and isn't just uh, pulling a squeegee and an ink through a screen. So it's going to be a, a, a good day. So I want to kick it off. Um, Kristen actually brought uh, Camila to us um, through Facebook uh, post, and uh, we reached out uh, about a month ago, I think, and we're able to get in touch and, and get you here. And i um, going to kind of go through a journey of what you've been through um, in terms of uh, your business and, and how t-shirts have maybe changed your life a little bit. So, um, Kristen, I'm going to take it over to you and kind of have you kick this off. Okay. Well, thank you, Mimi, for joining us. Um, I, like Ross said, a, um, a really good friend of mine reached out, um, with your Facebook post just because i she knows, you know, I'm in, I've been in the industry for a while and we're local to Portland and everything going on in the world. Um, And she just, she sent me the post and I, you know, obviously had my own reaction to it, which I, you know, I'd like you to touch on your experience. Um, But I felt it really important to bring it to our group because we're, you know, we're a leader in this industry and um, especially sharing it with our internal team, um, not only as neighbors, but community members too. Um, And so I just um, would like to, kick it off to you to kind of walk us through your experience, what happened, um, to give our listeners an idea of, you know, what was going on for those who aren't local to Portland. Um, so I'll, I'll lead you to it. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Um, I'm Camila Adams, owner of Mimi's Fresh Teas, and I started my company about two and a half years ago. Um, I just wanted to start a conversation by putting your feelings on your shirt. So um, just to give you a little bit of history of why I started the company, um, I also did a lot of activism work in the school system and I seen a lot of um, the inequities that happens in the education system. And that's what prompted me really to create messaging on um, a shirt. Um, But I believe you're talking about the post from back in July of the hate mail that I received. Um, yeah, that was very um, disturbed, disturbing and horrifying for me and my family. Um, you know, to get a letter mailed to you to your home address was very frightening. And um, 
you know, I'm just trying to spread love and and um, start a conversation around social justice. And uh, someone was, you know, they want to just continue to uphold white supremacy. You know, I'm just going to be honest. And um, by trying to threaten me through, you know, mail or whatever. And I was I was very scared. So. It was very uh, challenging to post that. Um, my daughter is actually the one that said, you need to post that. Because I wasn't going to. I was just going to. I was just, I don't know what I was going to do, but I, I did not think that I would post it. Uh, so finally, I got the courage and I did so. Because I felt like everyone needed to know this is happening right now in 2020 in Portland, Oregon. And um we all have to stand up to denounce racism in Absolutely. this country. Well, and I'm glad I'm glad you did post it because had you not, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now, and so many other people wouldn't be having the conversations, you know, that they've had had maybe they not seen that, and it it really you know struck our company and as was one of those I think you know Kristen text literally seconds after getting it, mm-hmm. and to have someone in no, not just in our local community, in our country, but then, you know, in our little community of, of people decorating garments and, and trying to make a difference in this world. I mean, it definitely was extremely impactful. Um, just a quick question. When you got started two and a half years ago, you said you're in education. Um, I'm assuming in the Portland area. Um, what, what was the message then? Because, you know, when we go to your website now, I mean, we've got a great movement going on. You know, most of the designs I'm wearing one, you know, right now, um, you know, have to do with, with the current climate of, of everything after George, George Floyd's, you know, murder and, and, you know, kind of everything else that's unfolded after that. So when you got started, what was the message? What, what was the initial, you know, words being put on these shirts for people? Well, it was actually the Unity one that you're wearing. And oh, very cool. Make racism wrong again. Okay. Uh, because, you know, the, we all, I wish it's just kind of the make racism wrong again. It's just a play on words because um, America has not been great to a lot of people of color and, um, you know, even the LBGTQ community. So, mm-hmm. Even though it says racism, we have to start with racism because everything else falls behind that. If you don't Absolutely. treat someone right because of their skin color, you're not going to treat them right because of their sexual preference. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of how it is. Uh, so yeah, that was that's those were my two original ones. I also had one that said that I might bring back uh, Black History didn't start with slavery because you know just that. when you're I worked at Portland Public Schools for a while, but I was also a PTA executive and we would always just see like every time Black History Month came around, it um, it was always starting with slavery. So it's like, we can go a little deeper. Let's just start having deeper conversations about, you know, what really happened. So Mm. that's kind of how it all originated and got started. That's really cool. So, and just so our viewers know, you have a store do you have a physical location or do you do everything online? I just do everything online right now. Everything online. And two, I think it's a little risky to have with COVID and then to like receiving threats. Mm, I just don't right. feel comfortable having a actual storefront right now. A brick and mortar. Absolutely. I, I sometimes want to forget about COVID 
<laughs> even though we can't. And I ask weird questions that would make sense in any normal day, but it's, we've been living with this for so long that it, it almost seems like normal just to talk normal again, but you forget it's going on. Um, do you want to uh, keep cruising Kristen with some more, uh, topics here? Sure. Yeah. Um, so as you know, kind of awful of an experience that I'm, I can't imagine how, how that was for you and your family. It seemed like the community really, from what I could tell from Facebook, just like leapt to you. And that was just so um, powerful to see that I was really um, eager to kind of hear that from you of like um, how that affected you um, and kind of um, what was your, you know, takeaways from that? Yeah. Oh, thank you for that question. Um, the community just really showed up with love and uh, support for me and my kids. And it was, it was just beautiful. Um, I don't think I would be here today if it wasn't for friends and family and community. I really don't. Um, they kind of just picked me up and carried me or just walked alongside with me. Mm. Um, I received phone calls from, um, a principal that I used to do PTA work and she was just like, when they attacked you, they attacked us all. And that was just so powerful that she said that. Um, and this initiated, we were starting a new uh, Love Over Hate campaign on Sunday. Or oh, cool. um, you can, you know, we're just trying to spread, we're just trying to combat hate in our community by just uh, having that yard sign up but also to create in a safe haven for children. Um, so they'll know that this is a safe home, just in case you're riding your bike in the community, in particular kids of color too. That's um, wonderful. Wow. If you're riding your bike in the community and some person says something derogatory to you, you know that this person with this jar sign, you can go there for help, you know? So um, you can read more about it. I, I think I posted it on my Instagram today, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I was actually just looking, I just saw that, um, I'll put it up to the phone. But. Oh, very cool. That's fantastic. Oh, this is the shirt that you're wearing as well. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's wow. great. It's bringing back, uh, it's like a just bringing back a sense of community and mm. it's that safe place, which it's, it's interesting. I mean, uh, I'm raising a, a child myself right now, and it, it it everything feels different, even for me compared to when I was young. It's just not the same. And then I can't imagine adding a layer on top of that, and a layer on top of that, and a layer on top of that. So um, that's actually really that's heartwarming. It's it's nice, very cool. Yeah, an ongoing, growing sanctuary. Yes, absolutely. That's powerful. Absolutely. Um, please, anytime that you post that, please let us know and, and be glad to share that. That's that's tremendous. Okay. I'll tag you guys. Sweet. Awesome. Love okay. it. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, um, I guess we could cruise into a, a quick commercial break yeah. and uh, come back and we'll dive a little deeper here. So we will be right back. All right. Rock US is honored to join you and others like Mimi's Fresh Teas to help create a safe space for our industry and encourage and implement diverse and inclusive actions. 
and while we continue, we need your help in making the decorated apparel field more reflective and welcoming to everyone who wishes to be a part of it. To find out how you can be a critical part of the solution that unites us and empowers us all to press onward, please write to hello at rock.us or call 187-ROCKET-NOW. That's 877-674-8669. All right. I want to welcome everybody back to Rock Shop Talk, your one-stop rock shop where we discuss all things screen printing. Today's episode features the role of screen printing in activism and altruism, and we are joined by our special guests, Camila Mimi Adams of Mimi's Fresh Teas and Kristen Sousa of Rock US. I am Rock US President Ross Hunter alongside with our creative producer, Mr. Meryl Caps. Hello. Awesome. So we've been having a good conversation. I um, want to dive kind of more in depth of what has uh, inspired the designs behind everything that you're doing right now and, and get kind of into, into a little bit of the details. So what, you know, after the, the crazy ordeal that you dealt with, right, with the hate mail, you know, we're, we're talking about the post here in, in the last segment, what kind of, how did that change your perspective? in terms of what you were going to put out in the community, in terms of these designs, in terms of these, you know, shirts, yard signs, I mean, everything else, was there like a big shift in the way that you thought about your business and, you know, what you were putting out to the community at that point? Yeah, um, it was a shift. And then I was kind of even a little reluctant for a while to wear the make racism wrong again, because I didn't want to be targeted. Um, but eventually I, you know, I started wearing it again, but there was some, a, a shift to me and I was just like, well, I clearly I'm putting out the right message and I just have to keep going. Um, it also inspired me too, just to start getting more creative and, and um, putting out more designs as well. So. So you just say it kind of fueled the fire that was yeah. already lit and just took it up like 20 notches. Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. What kind of like words of advice would you give someone else, one of our listeners, anyone else that's going to, you know, catch wind of this great podcast here? Um, advice, you know, in terms of your experience, but other people have experienced this as well. I mean, I'm, people experience this every day. And what, what kind of words of advice can you give them based on what you've gone through? You just have to keep going, but you have to lean on your community and friends and family. Um, and that's what I did. Just continue to prosper and keep going no matter what. So kind of the keep yourself busy, use it as fuel, make more change. That's awesome. Keep moving. So, you know, we were talking a little bit before we actually started that, you know, it's very important to us as a company, Rock US, um, to embrace diversity, embrace inclusion. We've been making a lot of efforts uh, through a lot of different avenues, both you know, publicly and, and podcasts. And then we've created a diversity team internally and brought in other partners and other people to really help us. And you know, being transparent, we're you know, in the Pacific Northwest, we have a very small team. It's a little diverse, but it's not extremely diverse. And so, you know, it was important for us to bring in a lot of um, outside perspective to really make sure we're making a, a difference and we're not just talking. 
um, that we're truly providing a seat at our table, which was, you know, big takeaway we had out of another podcast and that, you know, we're, we're being held accountable for what we're actually trying to do. Um, and we're not dictating those motions where we're taking all those voices. Absolutely. Which is, I think the biggest thing, uh, that we could do is not listen to just this group. Yeah. And, and the people listening, the people in our community can all get involved. We've got, you know, a couple movements, um, rock together. We've got the women rock movement. We're going to continue to partner, you know, with folks like you that are also, I'm sure involved in all kinds of, of different things. Can you speak to what, um, you've gotten involved in since you've started your business and, and obviously as things have escalated and that fires fueled more, um, that can maybe even be a resource for us since we're, we're, we're neighbors and, you know, we're looking to, to be more involved in stuff. So can you kind of elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, well, I'm really passionate about um, the education system mm-hmm. and equitable education. Um, so I, I still do like a little bit of PTA work, not as an exec anymore, but, you know, I just kind of show up when let's say they're having a difficult uh, conversation around funding and where that funding should go. I kind of just show up for my community and uh, I I don't know, like be the voice of reasoning. Um, I still also too participate in in protests uh, because I feel it's still important uh, to get out there and um, and just protest for for justice and inequality, and also to education, equitable education is incorporated in the protest for me because um, I do see a lot of disparities in the education system, um, especially now with um, virtual learning. Um, yeah, there are a lot of kids been left behind, and you know, it's a lot of kids of color, but also a lot of sped kids. Uh, yeah, absolutely, and. It's just really sad and we have to, and I don't know what the answer is for that, but at least we can start having the conversation about that, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to education and where money should be allocated. Absolutely. Um, not to totally shift topics here, but I think it ties into this. I would love, so my understanding about your business is that you don't particularly do the printing yourself, you outsource. Is that correct? Yes. Correct. Okay. Um, so your principal approach to this is the design. Yes. Correct. Okay. So can you talk to us about or talk to the ideas of where, how you implement these, these current events, these movements, et cetera, how do you bring that into the design and how does that design maybe inform where you go next? And maybe talk more about uh, how that unity shirt comes in. Cause it, it's, Pretty spectacular. Ross, can we seal that again? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, you know, I think it spears from just the conversations and stuff I've had um, working in the education system, um, having, doing equity training, um, living my life as a Black woman. um, And then, too, I have a son who... um, you know, as a black boy and his experience is totally different than mine. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, it's just, um, I don't know, I guess it's just like a natural experience. And I just like, you know, I'm 
all about community and relationship building. And I know like in order to um, tackle, um, you know, a lot of the disparities that are happening racially or just equity, equitable uh, disparities that we need to be unified. We all have to come together and um, start having these discussions and just start putting, um, and then also taking action. And action can be down in Salem, action can be protesting, doing these podcasts. I mean, there is a lot of ways you can take action. And I hope that answers your question. <laughs> oh, for sure. Okay. Um, yeah, it's interesting too, you, you talk a lot about education, which I love. I, I come from a, a family of educators. My mom was an educator, still is Same. actually in, in uh, Southern California. My wife's an educator here in, in Washington and um, she's been working hard on a lot of what you're talking about in terms of equity, equity in education. Um, she does a lot of teacher trainings and she's actually been involved in their diversity team. Um, here trying to solve, you know, a lot of issues that, you know, have been and, and, and need to, to be taken care of in order for, for these kids, especially right now. Um, like you're saying, with, we've got everyone at home and they don't have access to computers or technology or whatever the case may be, or, or you know, I mean, there's so many things going on right now. It's, it's nuts. Um, but you know, we talk about protesting, we talk about movements and being involved and, and it always sticks out to me education because for me, this movement for us, you know, as a company really started with reading and um, we as a group all read uh, White Fragility and I'll tell you, you know, it extremely opened my eyes and I've always been someone that, you know, I guess for lack of better terms, I was just colorblind because I was always inclusive and I, 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 you know, never had an issue with racism or any of those kinds of things, but I also wasn't part of the solution. And that was the biggest takeaway that I had in that book. It's like, Hey, it's not that you're not doing anything wrong. The wrong thing you're doing is by not doing something. Um, which is interesting as you go through this from an educational process, because it's just, you're like, oh, well, I'm doing my part or, you know, maybe it's just something I didn't even really process because it's not something that I thought about. Um, and then finding out that that was my issue was really interesting. And so I feel like, you know, a big part of us making a change in this country around this world is going to really start with people self-reflecting and educating themselves on what it really, you know, what is white supremacy? What is colorblindness? What are all these things? And, and you're right, if we can start to fix racism, we can start to fix inequality, you know, as a whole. And that's, you know, what we've been trying to do with Rock Together. It's, it's about everyone. It's, you know, the LBTGQ community, it's, you know, black business owners, female business owners, all these people coming together and say, hey, we're underrepresented you know, but it all starts with education because mm -hmm. most people don't even see it. Right. You know, right. And, yeah. and that's, what's really tough. Yeah. And from your experience uh, as an educator, as someone leading the charge here, are there specific resources like for us, you know, we, we did as a collective read white fragility. Is there other resources that you would recommend that would really be beneficial and get the message out that you're trying to say? Yeah, um, a friend of mine told me about it, um, and I can't think of it at the top of my head, but I can email it to you guys. Um, okay. It's a podcast. She said okay. a very, and my friend is, um, she's 
a white woman where we used to do PTA work together. So we became really close friends. Um, she told me about that podcast, but there's also a book too on how to be an anti-racist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. mm-hmm. And I hear that's a really good book too. I think my wife just finished that one. Oh, nice. Her group. Nice. So yeah, email us too, but I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll get that, that title as well. Documentaries too, or, you know, I mean, I, I certainly have my favorites, but I would love to hear yours because uh, that's way more valuable in my opinion for this. Oh gosh. Well, um, I think there's a, well, there is a documentary on John Lewis and mm. I just, um, I don't know. I just loved him. Also, mm. the Becoming documentary with Michelle Obama. Yep. Um, that one too is one of my favorites. Um, and then Oprah has, and then Oprah's my favorite too. So <laughs> those are, I'm just naming off my top three favorites. She has a, um, a new segment on Apple TV. I think it's called um, Beyond Conversations or. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. We watched, yeah. we watched all of those. I, it was, yeah. Oprah's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those, uh, her first episode of that, I actually was, found myself very emotional. I mean, it was just such an impactful, mm-hmm. you know, piece. She's, she's done an incredible job with that. Um, well, we can, we can also like compile all of these and put them on the, uh, rock together page like towards the bottom we have a spot for like what we internally have been doing so like reading white fragility as a group um linking the the book or audio book to anybody else and we can you know maybe if you want to send us whatever you know yeah. you recommend we can still i can go in and add that to the page so we just have like a running list of of it all that'd be awesome by the way, I watched 13th. You were talking about yeah. 13th. Yeah. Um, yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. That blew my mind mm-hmm. with yes. the politics. When they got to like Bill Clinton yeah. and I was like, what? Whoa. <laughs> Not what yes. I yeah. would think. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy just to see how sinister it is. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, yeah, that blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Um one that really moved me was uh, the James Baldwin, I Am Not Your Negro. Have you seen that documentary? I haven't. It, mm-hmm. Golly. Um, Sam Jackson narrates um, Baldwin's words. And I mean, Mr. Baldwin's words alone are enough, but then you add the weight of Mr. Jackson and whew, just right in the feels, <laughs> which, it, which it needs to do, you know? Absolutely. We'll add some of these resources. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, So last question before we go to a commercial break. From your point of view, how many companies like ours and other digital screen print, T-shirt, you know, producing, garment producing um, companies um, be involved in more of these efforts? Like, what would you like to see from, from... any industry. So I guess more or less the question boils down to what can businesses as a whole be doing to start to impact more change? Hmm, That's a really good question. I think just, you know, just more, I like community engagement and then having these conversations around um, inequalities. One of my trainings I used to do was called like um, Courageous Conversations. And I don't know if that's still around, but like maybe if, you know, certain businesses um, 
I don't know, just start really doing a lot of deeper equity work and being inclusive, making sure that you have everyone um, at the table, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you'll have multiple perspectives. Um, I think I think that's a good start. Well, awesome. Very cool. We'll jump into our, our next commercial break and we will be right back. Mm -hmm. In recognition, gratitude, and celebration of the profound contributions made by the incredible women in our industry, we invite you to join the Women Rock Movement by joining our supportive group of professionals and newcomers alike. To be a part of making the decorated apparel space more welcoming to women, please search hashtag Women Rock, that's hashtag Women, R-O-Q, on Facebook. To show your support for Mimi's Fresh Teas and their mission for inclusion and quality, please visit mimisfreshteaspdx.com and pick up an Equality or Unity t-shirt. I want to welcome everybody back to Rock Shop Talk, your one-stop rock shop where we talk all things screen printing. Today's episode features the role of screen printing and activism and altruism, and we are joined by our special guest, Camila Mimi Adams. Hello, how are you? Thanks for being with us of Mimi's Fresh Teas. PDX. PDX. Oh, I'm just Mimi's adding. Fresh Teas PDX. Isn't that part of the website? Oh, yeah, Mimi's Fresh Teas, PDX.com. See, there see. we go. See, I'm learning. PDX. Yeah, Portland represent. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> We're also joined by Kristen Sousa of Rock US. I'm Rock US President Ross Hunter. Alongside of me, Mr. Mural Caps, our creative producer. Hello. Kicking it to you, Mr. Caps. Oh, yes. All right. So everything discussed so far has led up to this bigger question of where digital and screen printing fits in the world of activism and altruism. Um, between Black Lives Matter movement of today, civil rights movement of the 60s, and women's suffrage uh, at the turn of the last century, art and messaging and signage and wardrobe has played a critical part in inspiring these movements. Um, so uh, to get them off the ground and succeed. So from, from your point of view, how much influence do you credit t-shirts and other decorated garments, et cetera, when it comes to creating an impact with these kinds of efforts? Yeah, I think it's really impactful because you're using your shirt or other garments as a billboard to get mm -hmm. your message across. So like when I go to protests, sometimes I don't even bring a sign. You just read my shirt. Hmm. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And we had talked earlier, you actually talking about signs. You've got a new kind of, I guess, movement. I can call it a movement. <laughs> Um, a new design. Um, can you kind of explain to our viewers what you're working on now and, and how that would relate to this question? Because um, it's a very interesting um, concept. Yeah, so um, a friend called me when, you know, we received the hate letter and he said, I just want your kids to know that the community is here for them. Um, you're protected, you're safe, and he came up with the idea of yard signs, and I just thought it was amazing. And so uh, him and I and another local designer, we all got together and came up with the yard sign, um, and it's called PDX Love Over Hate. And it just basically, want, we just wanted to spread love in the community, right? But also to like say, we are not tolerating hate in our community, and this is a safe place for anyone, for people of color, especially children. 
And, and so you gave an analogy earlier um, before we were on the podcast of like, what if someone saw the sign, like take us, take us through an example of that. Cause that was a really beautiful example. Yeah. Like if someone saw the sign, they wouldn't know that this is a safe place for them to go. Like, for example, if my son is riding the bike through the neighborhood and someone has, you know, says a derogatory term to him, he know that by seeing that yard sign in this person's yard, that that's a safe place he could go. That's awesome. um, and it's, it's just very uh, moving to me that um, I'm seeing so many now pop up. And as me and my kids are driving, they're like, oh, there's another sign. There's another sign. And they don't even know whose house it is. And it's just beautiful. Wow. People are showing really cool. And again, our art and messaging, right, just comes together and something as simple as a yard sign to create safety, Mm -hmm. to create community, to, you know, really send a message to everyone there. That's, that's powerful stuff. And it's all positive too, in just like a world right now of just negativity, it brings, I think that's one of the silver linings, I think in any time of turmoil, art seems to always come out and be a, a voice of like help and and solace i think we need to bring back hope you guys remember hope yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. right i mean doesn't it feel totally appropriate i mean it was appropriate then but it's still appropriate and so much you know more i remember when those came out i mean that was everywhere with the obama campaign uh, shepherd ferry talking about signage and movement you know that that iconic Mm -hmm. image of barack obama uh with with just hope underneath it or change um that was a horrible lawsuit though yeah but oh but but. did you know about that Mm -hmm. the lawsuit behind that so the artist that made those Mm -hmm. um the the image of obama was actually owned by the associated press and because there's not rules, there's not definitive rules around artistic copyright. So for example, take Mickey Mouse, you could change Mickey Mouse 95% and Disney would totally still sue you because it's Disney, right? So, you know, the artists had really taken this original photograph and completely morphed it into mm-hmm. a beautiful piece of art and still um, got sued for it. And it was a beautiful thing. And it's like, why would I mean, that was, I think that was a critical part of the campaign, his work. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, absolutely. uh, Yeah. Uh, And, and, and thinking of that, I mean, we're talking about signage, t-shirts, decorated apparel. Do you think that there's anything that distinguishes t-shirts, t-shirt design over uh, a yard sign or a billboard or something else like that, um, that might make it more appealing than a traditional approach to signage? Yeah, I think um, I love colors and um, colors in, in and if you have a strong message, it just grabs people's attention. Mm-hmm. I think this is, this is amazing. Um, you know, thinking about this conversation and really the whole idea of screen printing, I, I think of, tribe building like it, it it says who you are says what you stand for um and i think it's really a really an incredible power 
that we have in this industry. And with that comes great responsibility. And to see companies like yours who are, are owning that in, in, in the darkest of experiences and then coming out with your Phoenix, it's, it's sad that it's necessary, but it's so, um, so humbling and inspiring to witness. Just feeling that overwhelming sense of gratitude to be able to see that, that, that piercing light in the darkness, I think is the thing to remember. So I thank you for that. I thank you for your example. Um, and any way that we can continue to support this and any other movement that has, is founded in compassion and sanctuary, um, I will always be a part of that. So please feel free to reach out anytime. Anyone who's listening as well, who's part of uh, making such movements, please reach out to us at hello at rock.us, rock excuse me. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. It's cool. And I'm proud every time I put on this t-shirt. So thank you. And the print quality, whoever did do it, yeah. did okay. an impeccable job. Yeah. And I love the, uh, the, the t-shirt choice as well. Um, it's nice to be proud to put something on. And I, I think that that's what's this whole interesting thing when we're talking about designing, talking about the t-shirt, you know, uh, back at my company, our slogan was actually a t-shirt is not just a t-shirt. And I mean, you could take away from that whatever you wanted, but you know, our theory was even if it's a concert shirt and it was a giveaway, you're going to open your closet one day, you're going to see it and it's going to remind you of that experience and that day. And you know, with, with the, the shirts that, that Mimi's Fresh Tees is making, I put it on and I feel proud. There are ways to be a part of that positive change that makes you say, you know what, we are capable of this. Mm-hmm. You know, this can happen. We all have to come together. We all have to educate and, and we all have to be a part of something and, and truly understand what we're a part of, which is, is, right. is a big thing. Absolutely. To be a part of uh, being proud of the America to, that we are creating together. Yeah. Absolutely. So what's next for you? So what's the future look like for Mimi's Fresh Teas? Where where are things going from here? What are your big goals, aspirations, dreams? You know, I just want to continue to, um, well, let me back up. I want to walk around. I want to see like pretty much everybody wearing a unity shirt or make racism wrong again shirt, right? That would be pretty awesome. Um, but also, too, I just want to just continue to grow and expand uh, on my e-commerce because, I don't know, unfortunately, it just seems like e-commerce is the way to go. Uh, but one of my favorite things is, is doing markets and just having that, you know, that dialogue with people that come to market. So um, I do look forward to that again one day. <laughs> That's awesome. Very cool. Um, why don't you tell everyone listening where they can find you on, uh, your website, Instagram, Facebook, etc. So we can, uh, put the message out and, and maybe yeah. some more people will be wearing, uh, these great, uh, unity shirts. Yeah. You can find, um, the unity shirts at Mimi's Fresh Tees, pdx.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Mimi's Fresh Tees and on Facebook at Mimi's Fresh Tees. 
All right. Easy and simple. I love those. Yeah, Not a crazy URL or, or <laughs> Instagram handle with dashes and numbers and stuff. That's great. Um, do you have any last minute thoughts, Meryl? I mean, if this craziness wasn't going on right now, if this ex- terrible experience you went through uh, did not happen, what would you want to be talking about right now? I would probably still have the conversation, but it would really be centered around education. Hmm. What is your message for your life? If you had to narrow that down and one thing, what is, what is the message Camila Mimi says? What? Just continue to uh, be your authentic self and continue to prosper and grow and build genuine relationships because I'm really big on relationships and community building. So that would be my message. Amen to that. Absolutely. Wow. This is a huge honor for us. Thank you so much for, for being a part of this. Kristen, do you have any other questions that you'd like to ask as well? Um, do you have any new designs coming out? Cause I want to get the one you're wearing now. Yeah. yeah there, I have a lot of new designs coming out. I got awesome. A couple around um, RBG, you know. Yes, yes, nice, nice. And um, I have this one online. I also have it in unisex. Um, and then I'm launching the hoodies next week. So, Ooh. have you done stickers yet? You know, I'm, I have it, and you're the second person this week. You should. Okay, so we have people. If you need people that you do should. stickers. And I have people that actually are involved locally in making change that might do stickers at a good good deal <laughs> to kind of launch something. Because I'd love a sticker. I mean, it's it's cool. We've got a a gym in our garage, you know, because of COVID. So you got to do what you can. <laughs> and we put up a big war a board that we do our wall balls and stuff on. It's our sticker board and we've got all these cool stickers and it, it made me think of that. And like people on their cars, their back window. Yeah. So it's just always, you know, driving around yeah. and it'd be cool. So if you want some information, um, yeah. you know, we'll, yeah. e- we'll email you over a, a contact that would probably be very more than happy to be a part of that. So, and in connection to your, uh, your yard sign, keeping everything safe, I think that could really work well on the road as well. Uh, especially with so many things happening with, um, with protests, et cetera, to know that there's at least some that kind of safe vehicle. That's actually kind of, yeah. <laughs> you know, the car in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like that, man. That's cool. I do. That's a really good idea. We want to thank you so much for joining us and um, yeah. and taking your time. We'll send you some information. On, definitely get on our Facebook, um, The Women Rock, Rock US, Rock Together. Um, we'd love you to be a part of, of, of that group because someday we may convince you to screen print. Um, <laughs> it's always our goal. But... Uh, it, it could be a lofty goal. That's okay. After what I told you before we started live, you may be like, that dude, didn't he say that he would never do this? <laughs> well, um, you're, both, you're both artists. You're both designers, and you you like that part of it, and there are people who love the printing part of it. Yeah. That's my whole background. Yeah. I actually got into this. I have a degree in fine art, so I did this in college, and I was like, I always love business, and I'm like, how do I sell art? 
And I tried the like conventional, I'm a bougie artist and I had a museum showings and had everything framed. And I made, I remember I sold my first piece. I was so stoked. I sold it for 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. I think the frame cost me a hundred. So um, I was already at a loss. And then I'm like, t-shirts, t-shirts make sense. So that's how I got there. Um, well, I appreciate so, you guys having me. Thank you so much. Um, it's an no. A tremendous thanks to our special guests, Camila Mimi Adams of Mimi's Fresh Teas PDX and Kristen Sousa of Rock US for participating today. As always, thank you for spending time with us this week. Tune in at your convenience or wherever you listen to your podcast by searching Rock Shop Talk. That's R-O-Q Shop Talk. On our next show, we'll feature our Halloween special, Tales from the Press. If you'd like to request to be on the show, please visit rock.us forward slash rock shop talk. That's roq.us forward slash roq shop talk. If you found today's episode helpful, the greatest accolade we could ask for is for you to recommend it to a friend who you think may find it helpful as well. Please like, share, and subscribe on social media. Until next time, rockers, press onward.